can celebrate Jesus and that. Amen. Amen. Do you know why that is important? Deliverance is preached. Deliverance, Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth will do what? Why is it that truth sets free? It's because it is lies that put people in what? Bondage. So when you know the truth, that indeed, no matter what your situation is right now, no matter how many times you have tried and you have failed, but indeed you know, like you know, that regardless of where you live now, regardless of what you have in your pocket now or don't, that it is the will of Father, it is the will of God that you prosper materially. Now, your journey has begun. Somebody say it loud, Amen. The reason I say this is because there's a part of religion that makes it look like maybe God doesn't want you to prosper. In case you walked into this place today and somewhere in the back of your mind you have been thinking that let me give you the answer now from God God wants you to prosper somebody say amen, amen. if you believe you, your deliverance just happened yes amen thank you Jesus your deliverance just happened let me tell you I have said this over and over I didn't say there are no demons is that true I didn't say there are no wicked people is that true I didn't say that there are no environmental factors. I didn't say that. I didn't say that the situation of things in the country is not stressful. Right? I didn't say that. But what I'm saying is this. The greatest limiting factor that stops men is not what happens outside of them. It's what is going on inside of them. When you care what is going on inside of the man, the outside will fall into place. I began to tell you here that the work of God is where? Inside of us. I began to tell you here that the blessing of God is in the man. When the man is blessed, sees himself blessed, the things he does will be blessed. So blessing is not out there. Say to yourself, I am the blessing. Come on, say it like a minute. I am the blessing. Look at your neighbor. Say, Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Tell me, say, I am the blessing. Listen, friends, that's what God wants to do. Because what limits men is what is going on inside of them. What stops men is what is happening inside of them. And the major part of it is those limiting beliefs. For example, when a man thinks that perhaps. It's not the will of God for him to prosper. When a man thinks perhaps it's righteous for him not to prosper. When a man thinks that suffering is next to holiness. When a man thinks that if I think too much about money, it's like I'm walking away from God. Because I've seen that. These people, they're always talking about money, money, money. Money, money, money. I said to somebody, the only way to avoid it is pack your property. Go to some place that only you exist. Because it's not when you finish complaining about it that you come and be asking for transport money. Hmm? 
these people are always why are they always talking about money but when you finish when you finish all your word word of this when you finish all your performing all your distance then you are rubbing your hand waiting for somebody to give you transport money no listen to me carefully friends i need you to hear me loud and clear i need you to hear me loud and clear if we close the limiting beliefs then the light comes somebody say loud amen. amen and so we try to establish the foundation that in this service today you will see better in the name of jesus lies will open from within and you see that which you have never seen before brighter colors but physically and spiritually you begin to see the way God wants you to see that's why you are here and so let it be no there's no doubt so whatsoever in our mind because number one it's not hard listen to me it's not hard to understand because no good father no ideal father will choose suffering for their children is that true is that true a father who chooses suffering to, for their children is because that father is also messed up it will know wahala too full in head but no ideal father gives birth to the children that's why jesus says how much he said even you who are evil you know how to give wonderful gifts to your children how much more your heavenly father poverty is not your portion somebody say loud amen, amen. stagnation is not your portion somebody say loud amen, amen. again make we talk true hmm? poverty stagnation struggling no they help anybody is that true let's bring it down let's make it real don't they help anybody and so that's how i know god wants us not only to be helpful to ourselves but he wants us to be helpful to other people now in case this is the first time you are here you probably don't understand that we have taken years to lay the foundation of the gospel that the first gift we have is that of contentment that we are contented where we are but we are looking forward to greater things let me hear you say loud amen. amen we are contented where we are we are not weeping for what we don't have but we are walking towards the path that god wants us to go let that be in your heart and then we answer the second question whether it is god that sits in heaven to decide that mr a will be poor and mr b will be rich did you answer the question because like i said if god decides that this man will be poor this man will be rich if i go to the man that his destiny is to be poor and i'm praying for that man to be rich that means i'm fighting against the will of god is that true because god has decided if i'm trying to help that man to come out of poverty am i fighting against god huh look up here let's get this straight if god decides that this man will be poor god in heaven who brought us says this man i don't want to point anybody so that's why i'm pointing the ground <laughs> say this man will be poor and then me now i come to try to help the man to be rich am i fighting against god yes, eh? 
Yes. Because the will of that of God is for that man to be poor. The only way I can help that man is to help him be in his poverty. <laughs> but that's not my ministry. Somebody say amen. <laughs> no. Listen to me very carefully. And so, we want to begin to lay some foundations. We've cleared these things. We have established this truth. And I pray that they are settled in your heart. Please, if there's any of these questions that is still not settled in your heart, please, take your time, take out the messages, listen to them over and over again so that your heart is repaired from within. Your heart is changed. Your heart is transformed. Something is beginning to happen on the inside of you. A light begins to light up on the inside of you. And so, it's not the will of God that this person will have the other person will not have give me second corinthians chapter number nine verse number eight i just want to show you something real quick today i'm not doing a teaching i'm just you know how we do i'm just trying to recap second corinthians okay thank you for bringing up that quickly i want us to read can you see it can you see it okay so let's read with a loud voice as a master one to go yes god is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything every moment and in every way he will make you overwhelmed with abundance in every good thing that you do somebody say loud amen, amen. let me hear you say this is my person in the name of jesus let me hear you say may it be unto me according to your word O oh lord Listen to me carefully. Maybe me write this one for Bible. It doesn't matter your translation. I'm, I didn't write this. He said that God is more than ready. Say more than ready. Remember, it's religion that makes us to try to think we can make God ready. It's religion that makes us to think that we need to move God. No, God is too big for man to move. I hope you understand that. No, he's ready. Somebody say ready. He is even more than what? Ready. Look at the extravagance of the words. Just, just follow me carefully. Look at the extravagance of the words. I love the extravagance. So, this God that is a... No, let's just be managing. No, 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 no. Your mind needs to start to change. Because look at the extravagance of the world. He said he's more than... He didn't say he's ready. He said he's more than ready. To give you... No, he didn't say to give you. He said to... To... So... If we put give there, is the statement okay? The statement will be okay. God is more than ready to give you. No. But look at the extravagance of the heart of God. He said he is ready to overwhelm you with some form of grace. Some form of grace. With how many? Every. He is ready to overwhelm me with every form of what? Grace. And what is the purpose? This grace here is not the saving grace. This one talks about enablement, ability, gifts, strength. That's what this one is about. He said he's every ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. Why is that? So that you will have. Somebody say, so that I will have. Oh, let me hear you say, I will have. It's not so that you'll be in lack. He says, so that you have more than. More than. So that you have more than. Not just 
make her just read the read, but more than more than enough of how many things I'm only reading the scripture I didn't write it I'm just reading it for you now I know that you are sitting looking at this there's a difference between this and where you are now but if your eye sees you will get here in the name of Jesus and remember what you said it's not that God comes he chooses this one he passes this one no everyone who sees will eat it says more than enough of everything i love that more than enough of everything i think it was a year ago a friend of mine we were having a conversation and we started to talk about levels of wealth levels different different levels i forgot the terms but you know there's that level where you you just manage to meet every year there's that level where you don't have at all at all that's not what we're talking about i'm talking about even those who have there's that place where you just manage to meet every need and then there's that place of abundance that means before the rent is due the money is already there somebody say amen you don't have to do extra fasting and prayer you don't need ex you don't need special intervention i know that some of this sounds like it's not true and that's what we're going to some of it might sound like uh -uh, is this ever possible but i've learned how to say to god as many said I don't know how you're gonna do it i don't care who you fix it but may it be unto me according to your word that's the highest level of faith and it says you have more than enough of everything coming at what time every moment every moment listen i know i know this is sounding unrealistic for somebody in fact for a lot of you you know why because you are trying to judge the light from where you are but if this be true, it will be true in your life. Every moment. And in every way. And don't forget, this verse, this chapter, is about material things. This is not spiritual. Paul was writing to them to get them ready for material giving. So this chapter of the scripture deals with material things. And it says, he will make you overflow. Somebody say overflow. Have you seen the language again? Overflow with what? abundance in every good thing that you do one more time let me hear you say may it be unto me according to your word somebody say loud amen now i wanted to use this as i wanted to keep this picture and then we start to go from there so the truth is this in continuing to answer that question whether God wants one man to do well and another one not to do well we have answered the question scripturally but how many of you also know that many times you can understand God by looking at creation is that true you can understand God by looking at creation because who God is is manifested his abilities his mind is shown in creation so you can read creation and see the mind of God. Look up here, everyone. The God that created you with a brain wants you to prosper. What did I say? The God that created you and he gave you a brain wants you to prosper. The question is this. Is there anyone of us here with lack of brain? Hmm? 
the problem listen to me carefully the problem is how you use the brain God did not create some people with half brain. In fact, they say we are still using only 10% of it. Abi, 8-10%. Listen to me carefully. The ability to sit down and think out answers and think out solutions and think out ways that help men. Every one of us have that ability. It is religion that says no could go to beg God. If we beg God well, well, and then we suspend all that He has given to us. And so we went to church struggling, praying and fasting and trusting God. Make it just do one thing for us. In the process of that, our eyes became close to all the things that He has done already. We carry answers and we're looking for answers. We carry solutions, we're looking for solutions. We have paths to follow. We are looking for paths everywhere. The God who created every man and gave him the ability to think. Let me tell you what this ability does. It means that you can be, look up here, you can be in a situation where you are as poor as can be. No money, no house, nothing. You are as poor as you can be in that place physically. But in the picture of your mind, in the picture of your mind you start to create a different reality which is different from your current position don't forget what we have established over and over as a man thinks in his heart so that man is that means you can be now hearing me this morning what we just read does not look like your reality but words are supposed to impact pictures words are supposed to create a new reality for us and suddenly despite what it looks like around you suddenly you start to see a new light may you see that light today in the name of Jesus and then suddenly something about pictures and as this message started unfolding God began to remind me of some things that has happened to me personally and I love to look up information because God is not hiding he's been teaching us the same things over and over and after that I started to look around I said let's put this to practice and see there are things that you cannot do and everything has convinced you that you cannot do it but the day you see the picture in your mind you will do that thing look up here there are things that and let, and let me tell you environment limits our capacity where we were born limits our capacity the things that happens around us limits our capacity but even in that limited place, may you see the picture that God wants you to see. Because, even in the physical, what I'm telling you is real in the physical. What the word of God is supposed to do is to impregnate, is to clean off 
the limitations the ones that your poor background has placed upon you the ones that your challenges has placed upon you the one that your environment the place you live has placed upon you the word of god comes and then suddenly in your heart and this is not different friend remember they told us that righteousness was a journey is that true look up here is that true they told us that righteousness is if you can do well and do well all times it's like a destination if you do all that one day you become righteous is that what we were taught was that an impossible journey and then how did god deliver us he came and said to us righteousness is not today it's not tomorrow the word of god says you are the righteousness of god in christ jesus suddenly righteousness was no longer in the future it became who we are right now it became us you no longer see yourself as a sinner you start to see yourself as the righteousness of god in christ jesus and when that consciousness envelops you you cannot look at yourself and say why will i lie to somebody it is no longer a matter of and will liars go to hell or not uh -uh. is that me i'm just too good to lie somebody say amen <laughs> i will lie to somebody and then suddenly your ways begin to change beloved see it's not this it's not different when it comes to any other blessing it's religion that says if you can if you can do one two three here are 14 steps of how to get breakthrough so it's in the future and you keep trying to get there it's the same way friends when your eyes opened and you see that you are the answer that men are looking for your time has come i was telling them this morning as long as you see yourself as somebody who needs help you will never get out of that situation it doesn't matter how many times i prophesy to you it doesn't matter what i preach to you as long as you are somebody who says nobody's helping me this country is not helping me this one is not helping me even this pastor said i think he will help me he's not helping me as long as you see yourself in that picture you will never get out of it now i'm not trying to curse somebody i'm telling you the reality switch out and start to say to yourself i am the help that they need i am the help that they need it's no longer even that church said they're not helping anybody that's how you go from church to church from person from uncle to uncle from brother to brother looking for who to help you may deliverance come your way today in the name of jesus that you switch say no how many of you know that as busy as president buhari is how many of you know that there are people that he has to pick up phone and call how many of you know that because they have something that he needs but see you now if i shall open a door for you to meet the president you know why you will not see him again because you go to look for help and suddenly you forget that the man needs to help the whole country he will add your name in the list of people 
who needs help. Maybe you become number 14 million point five before he gets there. And then you go home and say, see now, what kind of God is it? I even made the president himself. He cannot help me. That's when they start telling you, this rich, your village people. If you tell that man something he needs, tomorrow morning he will pick a phone and call you. He will pick his phone and call you. And then when the president starts to call you, you know, say things don't they change. <laughs> Listen, friends, I want you to understand me very carefully. When you make that switch to begin to see yourself in the reality, this is why the scripture says to us, and we know the spirit of God is upon me that I will preach Christ to the eyes, to become the eyes through which people see. And then suddenly, you have a different picture of yourself. I was reading the story of the man that was born blind. How many of you remember the story in the scripture? The man that was born blind. And the Bible says his disciples saw the man and they asked Jesus, Master, who sinned that this man was born blind? What a useless question. Who sinned? Was it the man? How could the man sin before he was born? But you see, religion doesn't have sense. Doesn't make sense. You are here. Instead of you to look at the things you do, they say it's one auntie in the village and you believe them. If you know who you are, nobody can stop you. Let them, I used to say this way. Now then go blow powder. Now then go tire. They are powder go finish. They will buy another one. They will blow. They will blow tire and say, ah, oh, this is not a work. They will, they will advise themselves that the thing is not working. If I know themselves, I'll be a businessman. I'm going to supply them the powder. <laughs> Buy powder and supply them. Make a good day blow. Now you go blow. You are mad. Self. You become like who they blow trumpets. You go tired. You go tired. As I began to read that story, the Holy Spirit said to me, okay, so go back and understand what the story is. Look up here. When we study the scripture, we must always overlook. We must not pay our attention only on the story. Remember, every Jesus, everything Jesus did was in type and in shadow. How many of you remember that? So he's trying to communicate a deeper truth by, by what he did. He said, the man was born blind. He said, did you know that that's how everybody is? All of us were born blind. We are born blind into the knowledge of good and evil. We are born blind into culture and tradition. We are born blind into some superstitious ideas about God. All of us were born blind and uh, even though that man was alive moving but he was moving with blindness even though we are alive going to school trying to get married trying to have children we are moving around but we are like blind people we are just moping around and the idea of the world we have is the one that people painted to us because we could not see if they told us that this voice if a man's voice sounds like this, it means that that man is tall. We accepted because we could not see. And when it comes to this area of prosperity, it's the same thing. Most of the times, we're just walking blindly, following the path that we've been told. Even though that we can see, when our eyes open, we see that that path leads to poverty. But we follow it because that's the path that has been decided to us. And the Holy Ghost said, did you see 
Jesus came and gave sight to that man. And then suddenly, for the first time in his life, he could see his hands. He could see the colors of his hand. He could see the beauty in his hand. Suddenly, he could look up and see what reality actually looks like. Suddenly, he looks around and he said, wow. So this is what I look like. And so because he has a new eyes. Every time you enter into this place, watch this. In every area we address, God is giving you new eyes. All I ask you is to see with that eyes. See what you look like. For the first time, the man saw his capacities. He saw what he could do. That he could do more than beg. That's what I'm telling you. All his life, he's been going around begging. All his life, that's what he did. He's been going around begging, pleading, depending on other people. Suddenly, Christ becomes his eyes. And he did stop in that journey he was going to. That's what I trust God. That every time, whether it's in church, whether it's in the daily messages, in every aspect of our lives, that we begin to see with the eyes of Christ. Somebody say, Amen. Let me hear you say, I see. Louder, I see. Amen. So that you see. When you look up, you see your capacities. When you wake up, when you open up your eyes, you see that this is what the situation looks like, but there are other options. When you look at things around you, all of a sudden, there's a different picture. I was talking to you about pictures. And as God instilled this in my mind over and over, listen, let me tell you, even what I'm telling you here, look up here. You know those who do peak performance, those who coach people, athletes, professional athletes already, they coach them to be better. What I'm telling you is what they do to them. What I'm sharing here now, those who, athletes who are already good, they make them. You know how they do that? They put a picture in their mind. A basketball team. They use that as example to prove what I'm telling you. How many of you know basketball? You play. What do they call? Make what? What do they call that team? No? Dump, right? Dunk. No, to throw it inside. I know Sabi played our reaction now. Give me. Dunk, is it? Okay, yeah, let's go with dunk. Just to throw that inside there. Look up here. Look up here. Look up, before I say that, how many of you have seen a blind man play keyboard before? Eh? But you have koro koro eyes. You can see the key. You cannot play it. You can describe the keys. But you cannot play it. You know why? Even though you are seen, but you are not seeing it. But there's a blind man Everything looks dark in his eyes. But when he sits on the keys, he knows exactly where the notes are. Why? He sees it in his mind. The picture is clear. That's why Jesus says, there are 12 hours in a day. You can walk with that light and still be stranded. But when you follow the one who supplies light, he said you can never stumble. Let me say you never stumble. 
all we need is to see the reality that regardless look look up here regardless of the situations regardless of where you are born regardless of how many times you have failed today may you live with a new picture in the name of jesus they brought these athletes and they separated them into two groups one group they asked them to practice practice dunking abi dunking look up here you know when they ask you to do that thing you know why you will fail you know why you fail you stand here you look at the thing right that's what you do then you try to put your hand to throw it when you throw it the thing will fall down here look up here they separated them in two groups and they made one group to practice over and over and over this other group they told them not to practice but consistently they start to put a picture in their mind of them dunking is it dunking good dunking the basket to shoot the basket don't practice but see the picture in your mind you know what the result is those who have the picture in their mind can close eyes and still get it correctly the result is different the ones who saw okay look up here no be suffering did they take make no new too much up and down listen to me carefully there's the wisdom the world has given to us but there's a wisdom that is God's up and down they they fry hacker now you they fry they they set a mite now you they set a mite pure water <laughs> they say ah that one no be in fact the, the way to make it now is to carry gary from here to to uh the republic oh yeah no 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 there's an ability to see and beloved let me tell you go out and check look at some of this things i'm telling you beloved you find out that most successful people have something it's called consistency they saw something they saw a picture and like i've said all the time there's none of you today here who cannot see a picture the picture of your life what it ought to be how it ought to be what god wants for you and what he has made the caliber of person that's why i began to tell people the blessings of god is not in things it is in the quality of person that you become because that quality of man has control and mastery over things the question i want to ask you you are trying to succeed what picture have you seen what picture are you working with some of you the picture you are working with is completely outdated and that's why you are struggling it's completely outdated it should be deleted and may be deleted today in the name of jesus you have a, so you got to cut a new picture look up here when i was small i was terrible at football very terrible terrible as in terrible and it came because of fear it started with fear i was in primary school and um, those times i don't know what they, what they made the ball with now they used to make the ball with leather 
Adidas, black and white. I remember. Hmm? And so they bought, they bought the ball and they threw it on the pitch. You know, children were running around chasing the ball. And one of those senior boys hit the ball. I've never seen that kind of force before. And as he hit the ball from here, my friend, my same size as me, watch this, same size as me, he was running this way. That ball hit him here on the side of the head. I watched the thing, carried the ball up and threw him this side. I make a return and say, I'll not do this again. <laughs> Listen to me carefully. It did not happen to me. But another person's experience has become my own reality because it's a fear. I ran away from the football completely. If I see them, they enter pitch, I'll make you turn and go somewhere else. Listen, friends, I give you that as an example. Some of the things you are struggling with are images, pictures that you collected from your neighbors, from students, from stories you had about other people. It brought you to a place of fear. And once those things crystallize inside, that's what the Bible calls strongholds, friends. It limits you from moving forward. It, listen to me. It doesn't matter what I pray for you for. That's why Jesus said you will know the truth. Because the truth comes and drives away all those strongholds in your mind. Remember, the correct way Paul talked about warfare is what I'm doing now. Presenting the truth that knocks down every imagination, every thought that raises itself against who God says you should be. Your community may have said otherwise. And then so, listen to this. Throughout primary school, I never enter pitch. In fact, a second thing happened. I made a second attempt. We had a new teacher. And the teacher came and said to us, this time around, I want to set up a football team. I said, maybe finally I'll be able to do it. Finally, finally. He asked us to come in the evening. I was so happy. I remember myself dressed up very well. I came. And then, again, they threw the ball. By the time I kicked the ball, one, two, three, the man looked at me and shook his head. Said, mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like they look past the man when he went down, Sabi. <laughs> huh? The man said, mm, 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 mm. You know, you know that. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. You know, and for some reason, I saw him doing that. So, if I had any hope, that hope was completely gone. Even now, teacher has confirmed this one. Mm, 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 mm. No way, no way, no way, no way. They cannot play. And so, throughout primary school, I never tried it. I began secondary school, never tried it. Look up here. I cannot tell you how and what happened. I sat down and I started to make those moves in my head. Listen to me very carefully. Never practiced, was never one of them, never played with them, but I began to see those moves in my head. I could see clearly how to go and what to do. Never practiced. Was never, I never ever played with them. All I know is that right where I was seated, 
could see myself make those moves when it crystallized ladies and gentlemen all I had to do was to step on the pitch that's all I had to do because right in the eyes of my mind I could see it clearly never watched anybody nobody taught me but I could see it and suddenly and you know I don't have to exaggerate something I don't need to I don't need to exaggerate anything to make the story sweet <laughs> I don't have to no listen to me carefully even everybody who saw me was shocked they stood and they were looking how did this happen I was having fun I love to dribble those who they think know how to play I played so much that I played a team on a way they shout Manchester Manchester some of you know people for yourself they shout Manchester all over the place keep quiet <laughs> did you play football I played and I played a team I played and I played a team I became so good with it remember going from running away to becoming good because I saw a picture look up here until you see yourself as light you can never become light I can listen you know Africans Africans like to turn things upside down oh no 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 let's do it. no 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 God says please give me Matthew chapter 5 verse number 14 so let me begin the round of you Matthew chapter 5 verse number 14 they say it's with God I said no 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 let's get it right Matthew chapter 5 verse number 14 just 14 Matthew 5 your life light up the world somebody say amen, amen. your life do what light up the world the other translation simply says you are what light to the world the world sir until you see yourself as light you will never bring forth light you can become religious you can talk in tongues you can pray for hours until that prayer gives you that picture that sees you makes you see yourself as the light you will not bring it forth Listen, look up here you may make one you may mistakenly stumble into one or two open doors but to hold this picture consistently everything that has happened to you every attack you have had everything that was bad is meant to remove that picture suddenly because of your physical limitations then the dreams starts to die may you come alive today in the name of Jesus they said they bury you poor look up here go and look up sometimes use your data watch the story of billionaires one thing is consistent the majority of them none of them were born to billionaire families is that true see them born you where they get money does not make you somebody we have seen them become poor and poorer and poorer we have seen men from ordinary backgrounds continue to rise may you rise in the name of jesus friends listen to me god has said we are light to the world salt what gives the earth salt you've got to see it you 
because when you see it and you have heard me tell these stories over and over I spent so many time praying, fasting trying to become more anointed because don't forget what I was trying to follow was the path that was already created if you want to heal the sick, follow this path if you want to be anointed, follow this path if you want God to use you, follow this path so I was trying to follow the same path over and over and over again over and over again God speaks to me in different ways I've noticed that what he's trying to tell me that I'm not hearing he will start to show me the truth and those dreams will continue repeating the same pattern over and over. Once I get the message, it stops. So I will dream. I will see myself in the dream. They said, I was supposed to minister here. I will get there and say, ah, this plot is not good enough. Let me go and watch this. Let me go and get something better. And then I will go to get the clothes. When I come back, I can no longer figure out the way to the venue. I wake up. Over and over and over again. One day, but something happened. I had a voice say to me, look at yourself. I looked at myself and I saw that I was already wearing the coat that I was looking for. I looked up and said, Father, I got the message now. And the dream ceased. The word makes... Look up here, Jesus. The word tries to tell us the minuses. They try to remove what we have. The experiences try to... They say, chase it. And you keep chasing it. You are chasing joy. You are chasing fulfillment. You are chasing... No. Stop running. A man who has Christ has come to the fullness of all things. Only if that man will believe it. If God has given us, the Bible says that it pleased God that the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily in Christ. Who Christ is, is who we have become. As a pastor, I prayed and I fasted for God to use me to heal the sick. I kept dealing. I remember those days I was a minister in our church. I've never seen, I've never prayed and saw somebody got healed. So, me, look up here. And I concluded, maybe I don't have that kind of anointing. I don't have that kind of calling. Maybe it's not for me. Anybody has said that word before? Maybe, you know, you know, there are, hey, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of things we need to demolish because those things has kept Christians bound. Say, God has specially anointed this man. And then suddenly, you can't sit down there, they look at say, okay, maybe you, it's not my own. Then I sat on my bed. I was reading a book. And then suddenly, I saw that everything I was looking for, I already have. Somebody say, Amen. May you see today in the name of Jesus. Okay, God is not willing, no. He's not God, God is not saving us after He has saved us. 
then the other things now he has saved us in christ he has given us christ after he has done that then the other things is dangling it come come dangling it no that's nonsense the fullness of the god is in the believer and everything christ was we are and like i was saying last time the problem of faith today is not to believe towards god but to believe towards us you don't have a problem believing that god is light is that true is there anybody here who have a problem believing that that god is light you don't have a problem if we sing it as a song now you can sing it and fall under the anointing you don't have a problem what you have a problem believing is that you are light that as he is light so i am light because religion has says except if you do these things you will never become light except if you fast 40 days and engage all the demons in your village except if you have conquered them you cannot be light but the scripture didn't say that it just says you are light And when a man knows who he is, when a man knows who he carries, when a man knows what he can do, I was so confident of the picture that I saw. This story is in my book. Then I used to have a radio program here in the city of Abuja. And I prayed that that program would come back in the name of Jesus. Let me hear you say a loud amen you can pay the bill you can pay the bill because i had too many engagements so the reason we stopped was because of funding for that program because i was funding it personally you can look at yourself and say that's why i'm here today i'll take care of this but why is it that when i say that now the majority of you show yourself no nobody need to talk see it's not about what God has not done, friends. It's what we're able to see. But suddenly, I know someone is here. You see yourself in that way. Somebody say, Lord, amen. amen. I was so convinced about the new light. I said to myself, I used to go on the radio. I used to send, send them tapes. But because of that, I wanted to go to a public radio and pray for people for healing. So I changed the program to life. I change it to life. 30 minutes program. I go there, I talk for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I pray. I was sharing with them, those who came for the evangelism, I said to them, the gift of the Spirit will never work until you are working. Sit down for house. God, give me a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. What? You pray tired. But when you see yourself as fullness of Him, it will it will flow because God wants it to happen. I went out and I started praying for people. I remember taking a guy to, to the radio station. After we finished and came down, I took up my phone and I said, watch, listen now, the testimonies will start to come in. Literally, watch it. The healing testimonies will start to come in. And they started to drop. Listen, friends, this idea God is withholding something from us. Satan has used it to rob many of us. 
this idea that God has not done it. If we can, if we can plead with him more and more, he will do it. No. He has made us light. Somebody say amen. Let me, let me hear you say, I am light. When you start to see yourself that way, that's how you carry yourself. And that's why when you walk into a place, darkness will disappear. Because light has come. Until you start to see yourself as solution, you will never be. And then those religious circle people will be washing, make turn your head into stupidity. You are chasing all manner of nonsense. They start to give you lists. It's because you are not righteous enough. It's because they are sin in your life. When those ones are not okay, they say it's because you are not giving. When that one is not, they say, ah, okay, now, you know, there are things that God does, eh, but you need to get you some demons. Uh, the excuse, not the finish. Until one day you go wake up. May that today be that day for you. When you will wake up and know friends, oh, just listen to me. Just listen to me, friend. That if God has given us Christ, the Bible says, if he has given us his greatest treasure, Christ, then he has given us all things. You are not praying. Listen to me carefully, friends. What I'm saying here is not a hope. I'm not talking about hope. To hope that one day, Nigeria go better, we see the hope. I'm not talking about hope. I'm talking about reality. That you start to see the eyes of your understanding opens and suddenly you see what you look like in the eyes of God. Suddenly you start to see the fullness of what God has put in you. I don't need to motivate you. I don't need to motivate you. When we began this ministry, I almost closed down. I was frustrated because look up here and I was telling them the reason we gathered here is to help people, nothing else. I was doing everything I could. Using my own money to start businesses for people. Opening shops, paying rent. None of them worked. myself why I was trying to drag men beyond what they have seen for themselves if not for this man Julius I was so frustrated he was the one who came to me and said pastor don't worry we will continue to help is that true I was ready to give up trying to help people because it wasn't working I lost money I was trying to invest everything I had because the reason I'm doing this work, the greatest joy of all, the greatest thing we can give is to see a life transform. Is to watch a young man who has no direction, suddenly he becomes an answer. Is to see a poor man who cannot pay rent suddenly he's founding the gospel. I thought I could do it by giving them things. I gave some people walk and leave the church because of the giving. I thought, okay, let's do miracles. 
miracles. If you remember those days, I used to start service first by reading healing testimonies to show that miracles are happening. I remember one lady giving a testimony of body healing. I saw her two weeks down the line. She was in more depressed and more confused state than the day she was giving the testimony. That's when God said to me, Calm down, you need to see differently. Men need more than those. He brought me back to the message. So show them this. If they see the light, you don't have to struggle. If they see the light, if they see themselves, how many people can you help? He asked me. But let them see the light themselves. And may you see that light today in the name of Jesus. May you see that light. Oh, thank you, Jesus. My We give you praise, Father. I was saying to my son here, and sat him down, I was saying to him, look at what's going on. It's okay. You can come to a church and say, I came here so that I'll play keyboard and they'll pay me salary. That's what a lot of them are doing. Is that true? Yeah. I, I, I want to serve them. Let me pay. Let them pay me. And the many of them keep struggling on the same path. But until you look at yourself and say to yourself, is it impossible that I play this keyboard, I buy these instruments when they need it? Is that impossible? Until you think about it and see it, it will never happen. You will run from place to place. Here they give you 25k, here 30k. I asked one of them, can you, what can you even do with that? With a man. supplied answers to you. He has supplied answers to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He has supplied answers to you. God knows. He knows me very well. I ran away from the pulpit 19 years. I ran away from pastoring. You know the story. Because what they were telling me was not real. And I asked myself, how can I tell people something that I'm not confident about? Something I haven't seen happen. God knows I'm a practical person. If this is not real, I will not tell you. And the greatest part, the greatest joy in my heart is that everybody here can see a picture. If I ask you to give me an offering, this next level of breakthrough, God is asking for five people to bring 5,000 to come and claim. I've disqualified some of you because there are some of you who don't have 5,000 here. Is that true? But my God does not need your 5,000. Doesn't need it. Do we need money to do the work here? But he is not putting... Those, those are the things that has made people, believers themselves, struggle over and over. If you see the correct picture, you work in that picture, you will give more than 5,000. You will give more than 5,000. You will give... You will come and ask, Pastor, what less do we need? That's why I don't waste money. I believe faith in the gospel 
that I preach, it will produce men who produce the money. I'll be patient and continue to walk step after step suddenly. Have I seen it happen? Of course. Of course. That's the reality we live here. And we'll continue in the name of Jesus. God will raise you up. Listen, friend. What he's trying to do here is to remove the limitations to break down all the bondages. Everyone stand to your feet. Everyone stand.